you here before we get started with the service. We have some announcements to go through. First of all, youth group and preteen class, Thursday, May 4th, it's basically every Thursday, guys, uh, at 6.30. So if you have information, if you need information on that, if you have information, sorry, don't contact me if you have it. I, I have the information. If you need information, please contact myself or Amanda or Jane. So we've said it before, I'll say it again. If you know a teen uh, or a preteen, if you are one, if you are aware that they exist, uh, send them our way. We have a good time every Thursday uh, here at 6.30. Side-by-side -side widow and widower ministry uh, is meeting May 6th at 10 a.m. in room 15 here at Home Church. Questions about that, feel free to contact the church office. Annual church meeting will be May 7th after second service in the sanctuary, so that is next week. After second service, we will have our annual meeting. Mother-daughter brunch is May 13th at Red Hawk Golf Course at 10 a.m., so you can sign for, up for that in the foyer. Uh, $20 for ladies aged 13 and up. $10 for ladies aged 12 and under. So uh, come on out with that. Enjoy some time with fellowship with other women, with your mom, with your daughter, with somebody else's mom, with somebody else's daughter. I don't know. Bring them all. Uh, it'll be a great time. June 3rd, we have our teen fundraiser car wash. So we are raising up money to send the teens to Tampa Bay. NYC stands for Nazarene Youth Conference. Don't be confused. Uh, but we are sending them off to Tampa, so um, come on out, support them. We're going to have a good time. Bring your dirty car. We will wash it for you. And finally, there is a meeting for all the life group leaders and hosts here in the sanctuary after second service. So if you were leading a small group, if you were hosting a small group, after second service, meet here, <coughs> and we will have a meeting. And that's it for our announcements. So it was quick and easy. We've got some cool stuff coming up, so please make sure that you show up and are a part of those. And as we walk into our time of giving of tithes and offerings, of singing our worship, I wanted to read a scripture here. Matthew 6, uh, verse 19. Jesus says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And it's a reminder that as we go into a time of tithing, sometimes it can be hard to separate. But where your heart is, is where your treasure will be. So when you put your heart on the things of God, when you put your treasure and evidence of that heart on things of God, that's where we can really see some explosion of the gospel, of the charities that we take part in. And so as we walk into this time, I just want to encourage everybody, if you have been faithful in those tithes and offerings, thank you so much. And if you have not been, to re-examine your heart, to, to give not under compulsion, but willingly, and to see the, the breadth and the joy that this ministry, that what we do here brings 
So uh, because of that, we offer three ways that we can offer tithes and offerings to make it easy for you. You can do it in person. There's a box at the back of the sanctuary. You can do it online through our website or by mail. If you have any questions on that, as always, just seek out a church leader, and we'd be happy to walk you through that. And if I could have everybody stand with me as we enter our time of prayer, as we come before the Lord. And God, we are so thankful that we can meet here together, and that we have the opportunity, the breath in our lungs, and the life flowing through our veins to praise your name. And we ask that you would take this time as we, as we sing our praises to you, to open hearts, to settle us in, and to remind us of who you are and what you have done for each and every one of us. We pray this all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Who's ready to worship Jesus this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. We're gonna, before we do that, you um, may be seated this morning. We're going to take a moment. Uh, some of us went to district assembly, and uh, it was a wonderful thing, just a beautiful thing. And uh, Some were able to stay the whole time. Uh, some came back early. But we had the privilege uh, and the honor to go with a couple in our church. Um, and so I want to give Nelson just a few minutes to share um, his experience with district assembly and what him and his wife got out of it. So can you please put your hands together for our brother Nelson this morning as he takes the mic. Amen. So I just want to share a bit of what the attendance to this, the district assembly did for me. Um, I want to thank God and all of you who voted for me to go, um, just for sharing your love and allowing me the opportunity to represent our church. Um, you know, to, to see the joy brought to all who serve the Lord is worth every minute and mile traveled. Um, I can definitely say that I will be attending the district assembly from here on out every year, whether I'm the delegate or not. Um, it was just so heartwarming to see the, all those that serve the Lord alongside us and for us. Um, it's just wonderful to see the impact that they make on each other's lives as well as their own. Um, I feel like it's put a fire in my soul to help bring our congregation together, but also for us to start reaching out to our neighbor churches and really trying to grow together. Um, seeing how the Central Valley churches of California, how connected they are, it really makes me see how disconnected our area can tend to be and um, just kind of lit that fire in me to want to bring us all together a little bit more, at least a little bit more often. Um, you know, we have a lot to learn and a lot of work ahead of us, but as Matthew states in chapter 19, with, all, with God, all things are possible. And on the drive, Pastor Carlos and I were discussing how wonderful it would be to have a larger presence of our body present there at the assembly, just to, you know, when, when our pictures come up on the slideshow, to be able to make a great noise would be wonderful. Um, I, I manage an electronic repair shop, and I know how hard it is to, to carve out time, and uh, I just want to emphasize the importance of carving out just at least that day um, I didn't really see it possible for myself, um, but God, he paved the way, and he allowed me to go, and I'm forever grateful. Um, Emily had surgery on the 19th, and 
you know, she's been in fair bits of pain, and she was able to push through that. And the car ride wasn't the most comfortable for her, but she also enjoyed herself, and we couldn't be more thankful to all of you and to God for the opportunity. And so um, I promise you, carving out that time would not be in vain. Thank you for your time. Can somebody say discipleship? The loudest one here was Emily. Can somebody say discipleship, dedication, and duplication? It was an amazing thing as we're on the drive and we're, we're driving, and, and they kept talking about the life group and how God is just using uh, the life group, Matt and Amanda, in a mighty way, and uh, the leaders in, in their group, and, and just uh, and how these life groups um, have turned into life-long uh, relationships, people that they would never met or talked to, and so I think it's a beautiful thing. And if you would have known Nelson a year ago, you would have said, he's never going to come up here and speak. But that's the power of God and what God can do and what God is doing. Let's all stand to our feet this morning. We're gonna um, we're gonna take it. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna do some folk this morning. Is that okay? How you know God? God can do it. Can use any kind of music. So we're gonna clap our hands. We're gonna stomp our feet. We're gonna rejoice. What a beautiful day the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we are glad in it. Amen. There's a river of life flowing down for. Makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. Open prison doors, says the captain. That was my family. There's a river of life flowing down for me. Spring up a well within my soul. Spring up a well and make me the Lord for all the days of their life this morning, man. One, two, three, four. There's a river of life flowing down for me. There's a river of Spring up a way. 
thank you. I just thank you all the days of my life. I just thank you all the day of my life. Our sister's going to read us a scripture this morning. Now, if I would have told you a year ago that she would be reading scriptures up on the stage, you would have said, no way. Matter of fact, she would have been the first one to say it, but this is what God can do. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Psalm 51, 8 through 12. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my inquiry. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me.
For Sister Ansa this morning, is going to read a scripture this morning. I pray and speak to you. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 12, verse 10. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, I am strong. Jesus Christ, who has resurrected. 
Our sister praise this morning. Bow your heads with me. Yes, Heavenly Father, we do praise your name. King of kings, Lord of lords, hallelujah. What a wonderful way to celebrate Jesus this morning. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we thank you for Pastor Pepe this morning. Thank you that you have created him to be able to use two languages. Most of us only have one, and yet he is blessed by knowing two. We thank you for one who also knows two languages and can interpret for Pepe what he is saying from Spanish into English so that all of the English people can understand and hear Oh, Lord, we just thank your holy name. We praise you this morning, and we thank you for being here. We thank you for the work that you did in our assembly. We thank you for the work that you're doing here at Home Church. And we pray that everyone here would be blessed because they can hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Steve Scott and his wife, Debbie. After being there this weekend, I was reminded of how much is on his shoulders and how much he uh, deals with and he 
he can't do it without you, Lord. So we just say a special blessing over him, a special covering over all the churches in the valley, our brothers and sister churches, Lord, churches over the hill. You just bless their services this morning. We thank you for reminding us, Lord, that this thing that we're a part of is bigger than we could ever know. And we are so grateful that we can be a part of it. So thank you, Lord. Use us this morning. Use Pastor Pepe in his message. And Mr. Juan as he interprets men who are faithful to your word, faithful to your church. We just thank you. Bless them. Bless the rest of us as we receive what you have to say. May this spiritual food be well and sit well with us as we leave. May this be a fresh drink of water, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you, church. Hallelujah. Um, can we give our musicians a hand and singers? Thank you so very much. Thank you. Hallelujah. Um, isn't it a beautiful thing to be part of a church that is, uh, is not just here locally, but it's global? It's a global. Yes, it's a global church. And, uh, and so it's um, being a global church, um, we, we have uh, ministries here. That um, And my prayer is that it, it goes even beyond the Spanish ministry. I'm, I don't say this jokingly. I say this with all seriousness. I, I'm praying one day we have a Chinese ministry here. Amen. We have an Asian ministry here. That we'll have an Indian uh, ministry here. Can somebody say amen? amen. And if we have to have, if we have, to have uh, three translators in three different languages, yeah, it'll be a long sermon. <laughs> but can somebody say what a beautiful day that is going to be? One day we have a sermon and, and we have th in three different languages. And, um, so not only are we hearing God's word, we'll be able to learn three different languages. <laughs> Amen. Because you're going to have to learn it sometime. We'll be learning either here or heaven. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Do me a favor. Um, before uh, he, our brother comes up, let me just say, I, wanna, I just want to thank God for his faithfulness. His wife's in Bolivia. And I know right now he's, um, uh, he's been married for how many years have you been married, Pastor Pepe, to Nora? 21 years and yeah and so <clears throat> 21 years married uh to such a wonderful lady a wonderful woman um and we miss her uh, matter of fact she's watching this morning so can we say hello to nora no, hello nora and uh, to all those who are at home um uh, we just want to say th thank you for joining in but um i just want to thank god for the the love he has for his family and also his church and he considers his church family it's not a second family I really believe Pastor Pepe views us as his first family because I've even heard him say it's we who he will be in heaven with now yes he would love his blood family to be there too but at the end of the day it's us here who will be spending eternity together we are family so help me give our brothers a hand as they come take the stage. Amen. Thank you. Muy buen día, familia. Buenos días. Ajá.
Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, I want to, so Pastor Pepe has been married for 44 years, yes. not 21, 44. <laughs> it's 44 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, it's easy. <laughs> it's easy with the right people, with a beautiful wife, and wonderful kids, and granddaughter, and my daughter. So, uh, I want to talk about this. Uh, oh, I'm speaking English. <laughs> Eh, desde el año 2012, cada 20 de marzo se celebra el Día Internacional de la Felicidad. Since, uh, since 2012, in the month of March, uh, the day of uh, March 20th, we celebrate the day of happiness. Eh, se dice que uh, como 3.000 personas de varios países debían respo responder a una encuesta y cómo se encontraban en su vida actual y cuán satisfechos estaban con esa su vida. So 3,000 people from various countries had to answer about their current life and how satisfied they were with their life. Ajá. Y hicieron unas seis preguntas. They had six <coughs> questions. La primera pregunta, ¿cómo se siente con sus ingresos? First question was, how do you feel about your income? ¿Cuál es su esperanza de vida? What is your life expectancy? Question number two. Tiene eh, ayuda en momentos difíciles que alguien le puede ayudar? Question number three. Do you have support from someone at difficult times that can help you? Tiene confianza en su gobierno y sus autoridades? Question number four. Do you have um, confidence in your government or in your authorities? La pregunta es... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We are agree. <laughs> Eh, ¿Se siente libre de manifestar sus problemas o inquietudes? Question number five. Do you feel free to express your problems or concerns? Y por último, ¿ha recibido alguna vez una ofrenda, una donación? And number six. Have you received a donation or a gift? Para las Naciones Unidas, al analizar estas encuestas, las personas están pidiendo políticas sólidas para el bienestar de la población que es lo que más importa a la gente. The United Nations analyzed this poll and what they found out is that people were asking for solidified policies, right? Podemos concluir entonces que lo que la gente llama felicidad es tener buenos ingresos, tener larga vida, que tengan ayuda y otras cosas más para estar satisfechos. We can conclude that people want a long life, right? Have a lot of money and be healthy to be happy. Ahora me pregunto, hagamos la idea de que ahora Dios va a hacer las preguntas. ¿Qué sucedería si Dios quiere hacer una encuesta a cada uno de nosotros? Now I wonder, okay, let's say if God uh, had to take a poll, right? And he, had us some and he asked us some questions. Like, I wonder, what, what would you guys say? Imaginemos las preguntas de Dios. Let's, let's imagine these are God's questions. ¿Eres feliz? Are you happy? ¿Cómo responderías? How would you respond? ¿Qué cosas te hacen feliz? What things make you happy? ¿Te hacen feliz eh, el paisaje, la naturaleza, el deporte, tus estudios, tu salud, tus hijos, tus padres, la comida, qué? ¿Qué te hace feliz? So what makes you happy? Nature, sports, your studies, being healthy, 
your children food? ¿Eres feliz ahora o eras feliz antes? Are you happier? Are you happy now or were you happier before? Lo interesante, interesante de estas preguntas es que Dios lo sabría antes que le respondiéramos. The interesting thing about this is that God would know the answer before we even said something. Nos diría todo eso ya lo sé. He would tell us, I know all that. Pero la verdad es que la encuesta no es para que Dios nos conozca a nosotros. But the truth is that this poll is not for God to know us. Sino para que nos conozcamos a nosotros mismos. This poll is for us to know ourselves. Hay una frase que constantemente repetimos. Si sanas a mi hija, si sanas a mi madre, si me sanas, entonces seré feliz, seré muy feliz. There's a phrase that we often hear. It's like, hey, if you heal my mom, if you heal my sister, you know, if you give me this, then I'll be happy. Pero cuando estás desesperado o estás angustiado en necesidades, involucras tus emociones y empiezas a llorar y decirle, Señor, hazme feliz. But when you're desperate and in need, you involve your emotions. And then you ask, you cry out to God, Lord, Lord, please make me happy. Juan, el apóstol Juan, en el, el, en el pasaje de Juan 16, 24, dice, Hasta ahora nada habéis perdido, pedido en mi nombre. Pedid y recibiréis para que vuestro gozo sea cumplido. John, chapter 16, verse 24 says, until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be full. Yo decía que, que, Señor, algo me falta para que mi alegría sea completa. I used to say, Lord, some, I, I need something in order for my joy to be fulfilled. Y creía que era que mi familia esté saludable, que tengamos buena economía. And I, and I thought to myself, you know what, maybe, you know, I thought to myself, only if my family was healthy, only if I had that extra income. Y me pareció escuchar la, la voz de Dios. And it seemed that I heard God's voice. Con una respuesta y me dijo, no te soy suficiente yo. And he responded to me, I am not, am I not enough for you? No soy el motivo de tu alegría. Am I not the reason for your joy? He, decid he decidido llamar a esta prédica una razón para alegrarse. I have uh, decided to call this sermon a reason to rejoice. Efesios 1.13 nos dice, En él también vosotros, habiendo oído la palabra de verdad, el evangelio de vuestra salvación, y habiendo creído en él, fuisteis sellados con el Espíritu Santo de la promesa. Efesios 1.13 says, En him you also, having heard the word of truth, The gospel of your salvation and having believed in him were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Este versículo nos está diciendo que los que creemos en Dios y que recibimos a Jesús como Señor y Salvador llevamos una marca. This verse is telling us that whoever receives the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in God, we receive a mark. Una marca, un sello del Espíritu Santo. A mark. The seal of the Holy Spirit. Recordemos que el Espíritu Santo nos da poder. Let us remember that the Holy Spirit gives us power. Nos guía hacia la verdad y nos da un fruto 
que tiene que notarse en nuestras vidas. He guides us into the truth and he gives us that fruit that would guide us in our lives. El pasaje que todos conocemos en Gálatas 5:22 in uh, Galatians 5:22, a passage that we all know of, nos dice, mas el fruto del espíritu es amor, gozo, paz, paciencia, benignidad, bondad, fe, mansedumbre, templanza. Contra tales cosas no hay ley. So it reads, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patient, kindness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, temperance against such thing there is no law. Háganse la imagen de una mandarina. Let's imagine this, a uh, tangerine. Okay. La mandarina tiene varios tajadas. So the tangerine has multiple slices. Pero yo quiero referirme ahora a una sola que es el gozo. But, I, but in this sermon I just want to focus on one and porque, that is joy. Porque hemos visto que el que el, el fruto del Espíritu tiene nueve tajadas, pero ahora vamos a hablar we del see, gozo. We see that the, uh, that the fruit of the Spirit has nine slices, but we're just going to focus on one, which is joy. Lo que quiere decir este versículo es que nosotros tenemos el Espíritu Santo. What this is telling us, what this verse is telling us is that we have the Holy Spirit. Y cuando tenemos ese sello y esa marca del Espíritu Santo, lo que Él tiene que producir en nosotros es el fruto. And when we have that seal of the Holy Spirit and the mark, we have to produce that fruit. Porque se tiene que notar, se tiene que notar el fruto que tenemos porque está en nosotros para que lo disfrutemos y también otras personas lo pueden disfrutar porque hay gozo y hay alegría. We have to be able to show this fruit to other people so, you know, so that they can see. Hay, hay personas que demuestran su alegría según la respuesta que les da Dios. So there are people who show their uh, joy according uh, to uh, God's response. Si oras por algo y Dios te responde, entonces estás en la gloria de Dios. If you pray for something and God, and God grants your prayer, then you're in God's glory. Pero cuando no te concede esa tu oración, hay problemas. Porque well, entonces te sumerges en tristeza y en queja. But when he does not grant, uh, but he, when, when he does not grant uh, your prayer, there's a problem because you, then you submerge yourself in sadness and complaints. La palabra gozo no significa que todo esté bien. The word joy doesn't mean that, hey, everything's going to be well. Significa que en cualquier circunstancia podemos estar felices porque el Espíritu Santo es quien nos da la felicidad porque está dentro de nosotros. It means that in any circumstances we can be happy because the Holy Spirit is in us and he is the one that gives us joy and happiness. Muchos decimos que el día más feliz es el viernes. A lot of people say, hey, the best day of the week, you know, it's Friday. O el día que recibimos el cheque. Or the day we receive our paycheck. <laughs> Pero hermanos, 
No todos los días es viernes y no todos los días tenemos un cheque. But brothers, not every day is Friday and not every day do we receive a paycheck. No siempre, no siempre podemos ser los primeros en la fila, ¿no? Eh, siempre nos toca esperar contando cuántos hay delante de nosotros. We cannot, we cannot always be the first in line, right? We, we sometimes have to wait. La Biblia mencionó las pruebas que pasó Job. The Bible mentions uh, the test that Job went through. Job Job perdió a sus hijos. He lost his Job lost his children. Murieron sus animales. His animals died. Le quitaron algunas posesiones que tenía. La Biblia dice que se rascaba con una teja porque tenía una infección fuerte en su piel. También discutía con su mujer. And he also argued with his wife. Hay dos frases en la Biblia con respecto a lo que está viviendo Job que las quiero compartir. There are two phrases in the Bible uh, regarding Job and what he's going through. En Job 1:21 dice, Jehová dio, Jehová quitó. Job 1:21 says, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. Y en Job 2:10 dice, Recibiremos de Dios el bien y el mal no lo recibiremos. Job 2 10, uh, chapter 2 verse 10 says, shall we receive good from God and shall we not receive evil? Sabemos que no fue Dios el que mandó esta tragedia a Job. We know that it was not God who brought this tragedy upon Job. Pero estas dos frases son una declaración. But these two uh, sentences are a declaration. La primera tiene que ver con la soberanía de Dios. The first one has to do with the sovereignty of God. Así que hermanos, es mucho más que tu casa. God is much more than your house. Que tu carro. Than your car. Que tu salario. Than your income. Entre líneas, Job está tratando de decir que su felicidad no está delimitada por lo que tiene, sino por la presencia de Dios mismo. In between the line, what Job is trying to say is that happiness is, uh, is not limited by what he has. But it is the presence of God. Mm -hmm. Romanos 14, 17, el apóstol nos dice, porque, si, porque el reino de Dios no es comida ni bebida, sino justicia, paz y gozo en el Espíritu Santo. So, uh, the book of Romans, chapter 14, verse 17, because the kingdom of God is not food or drink, but justice, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. No se trata de las añadiduras, se trata del Espíritu Santo. It's not about the extra additions, it's about the Holy Spirit. Pregunta, ¿qué tan feliz es hoy? May I ask you a question, how happy are you today? Estamos en un mundo de mucha presión, mucha presión, muchas... Uh, uh, la felicidad de, de las personas está ligada a, a quién es. So we are in a world, world of lots of pressure and the happiness of many people is linked to who they are. ¿A cuánto tiene? How much money they have. ¿Qué es lo que ha logrado? What have they achieved? ¿A dónde viajaste? Where have you traveled? ¿Qué has estudiado? 
What have you studied? Y si triunfaste, lo muestras a la gente para que el mundo sepa que tú estás triunfando y eres feliz. Cuando fui al médico, estaba viendo una revista. So I was looking at a magazine. Cuando estaba en el médico. Oh, when I was at the, at the doctor's office, okay. I was looking at a magazine. <laughs> Because I, porque no, no, no leo este tipo de revistas, pero sí ahí encontré una. I, I don't read this type of, uh, of literature, but I was, at the, I was at the doctor, so. La revista estaba mostrando a hombres musculosos, mujeres bellas, los hombres, pelo en pecho, músculos. So this, uh, this magazine that I was reading showed beautiful women, right? Uh, famous people, you know, muscular guys, hair on the chest. En lugares lindos, paisajes you know, maravillosos. En beautiful places. Buena comida. Good food. En realidad era una revista de chismes. It was actually a gossip magazine. Porque decía, fulamito está disfrutando de una vacación en Cancún. Because it said so-and-so was having fun and vacationing in Cancún. Está celebrando su tercer matrimonio. He's celebrating his third marriage. Don Sutanito está de viaje en un crucero por tres semanas. And so and so was in a cruise for three, shit, for three weeks. Y Don Mengano fue sorprendido en un, vaso, en, en, en un bar dándose un beso con una bella mujer. And so and so was kissing in a, uh, a beautiful woman in a ship. Me llamó la atención todo esto. This caught my attention. Y pensé... Todos se ven felices. And I thought to myself, everyone looks so happy. Mire mi cuerpo flaco, sin vellos. I looked at myself, my sin body. Sin músculos. <laughs> con, con arrugas. <laughs> y mis vacaciones en casita. ¿Qué les parece? So I looked at my, myself, my skinny body, without hair. I touched my wrinkles and my vacations at home. What do you guys think? <laughs> What do you guys think? <laughs> Pero me vino un pensamiento... Aparentemente son felices, aparentemente. But a thought came to my mind. Are they really happy? Al, al compararnos con, con otra gente, eh, eso quiere, genera una, una insatisfacción. Y esa insatisfacción la llevamos a Dios y le reclamamos. So, comparing ourselves with other people generates a dissatisfaction within us. And it is that dissatisfaction that we take to God and we complain about it. Pensamos que Dios no es equitativo. We think that God is not equitable. Idealizamos el mundo. Idealizamos el mundo de la felicidad. Pensamos que lo que le hacen otros es mejor y olvidamos el significado de nuestro gozo. So we deal with the world of happiness. We think that What others do is better, and we forget the meaning of joy. La presión, la presión es lo peor para estar satisfechos y ser felices. Pressure is the worst thing to be satisfied and to be happy. Y si a esto le sumamos la falta de comunión con Dios. And if you add the, lo the lack of fellowship with God. Poco estudio de la palabra. Little Bible study. Poca participación en los grupos de vida. Little participation with our life groups. Y poca relación con el Señor. 
and little relationship with the Lord. Nuestro pastel fue, va, va a ser un pastel de amargura y dolor. Our, uh, our cake will be of bitterness and hurt. La verdad que muchas cosas han cambiado, hermanos. The truth is that many things have changed, brothers. Hermosas cosas ha hecho Dios. God has made beautiful things. Pero a veces ni las recordamos. But sometimes we don't remember that. Ni las agradecemos. Or we don't appreciate that. Es que no nos detenemos a pensar en eso porque somos insaciables. We, we don't stop and think about it because it's, it's hard to satisfy us. Porque estamos pensando en qué va a venir. We're thinking about, hey, what's to come ahead? Nuestras vidas, hermano, han ido en ascenso. Our lives have been on the rise. A ustedes y a cada uno de nosotros nos ha bendecido. God has blessed each and every one of you. Pero si nos comparamos con otros, se nos nubla la mente. But if we compare ourselves to other people, our mind gets cloudy. Nos enfocamos en cosas que no son la esencia de la vida. We focus on things that are not the essence of life. A esto do, Dios llama añadidura. This, the extra things that we focus on, is uh, additional stuff. God calls this additional, extra stuff. Y eso no es lo principal. And that's not the principle. Pero a veces esas añadiduras han tomado el lugar principal en nuestras vidas y no debería ser así. Esas añadiduras no llenan. Sometimes those extra things, you know, take over our life. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Quiero, quiero compartirles una, una linda historia. I want to share with you a beautiful story. Dios había dado instrucciones a Moisés acerca de la construcción del arca del pacto. God gave Moses instructions. God gave Moses instructions on how to construct the ark of the covenant. Le dijo... Los materiales que debes utilizar son estos. He told them, hey, this is the materials that you are to use. El tamaño que quiero que sea es así. This is the size that I want you to construct the ark. Eh, de esta forma es, vas a hacer para que pueda ser transportado. And this is how I want you to transport it. Vas a poner unos artículos adentro y te voy a mostrar el diseño que yo quiero que hagas. Okay. You're going to put some articles inside and I'm going to show you what to do. Moisés, Moisés la construyó tal y como Dios lo quería. Moses built the ark just like God wanted it. Pero Dios le dijo algo más acerca o sobre, sobre el arca. But God told him something else in regards to the ark. Me voy a encontrar contigo ahí. I'm going to meet you there. Vamos a hablar cara a cara. We are going to talk face to face. Y yo voy a hacer algo especial para mi pueblo. And I am going to do something special for my people. En esta arca te voy a entregar las instrucciones para que el pueblo obedezca. En esta arca, I'm going to give you the instructions on how the people, my people, are supposed to obey. Bueno, la Biblia dice que al pasar el tiempo, Moisés ya no estaba. Y el líder religioso en el momento de, en Israel era, se llamaba Elí. Later on... Uh, Later on, in the, the Bible says in another story, Moses was not around no more, so now there was another leader by the name of Eli. Y bajo el liderazgo de, de Eli, el arca del pacto fue 
secuestrada por los filisteos. Under Eli's leadership, the Ark of the Covenant was stolen by the Philistines. Se lo llevaron a Filistea. They took it to Philistine. Y quedó allí durante siete meses. And it remained in Philistine for up to seven months. Y en esos siete meses se les pasó de todo a los filisteos. And during those seven sí. months, a lot of things happened to the Philistines. Enfermedades, muertes. Diseases, deaths. Todo a causa de que no habían honrado la presencia de Dios. All because they were not honoring the presence of God. Y ante estas tragedias, los filisteos decidieron devolver el arca en un lugar, en un, en un lugar llamado Kiriat Jerim. Uh, before these tragedies, because of all these tragedies, the Philistines said, hey, we're taking this back. And they took it to a town called Kiriat Jerim. La Biblia dice que lo depositaron, depositaron en casa de un hombre que se llamaba Abinadab y dejaron allí el arca por 20 años. The Bible says that the, Phil, that, uh, the Philistines took it to uh, Karim, Karim Jarim and they, uh, it was in Abinadab's house. And Abinadab had the Ark of the Covenant for 20 years. Entonces los israelitas empezaron a levantarse, a lamentarse. Then the Israelites began to lament. Es que Dios no está con nosotros, nos abandonó. It's because God is not with us. He has abandoned us. Y se dedicaron a la idolatría. And they dedicated themselves to idolatry. Se dedicaron a lo único que a ellos les hacía feliz. They, a eso se dedicaron. They dedicated themselves to whatever made them happy. En ese tiempo surge un rey llamado Saúl, a quien nunca se le ocurrió traer el arca de Dios a Israel. Um, in that time, there was another king who was raised by the name of Saul, who never thought about bringing the ark back. Saúl, Saúl solo estaba pensando en su satisfacción. King Saul was only thinking about his satisfaction. En su bienestar. His well-being. Veinte años el arca olvidada, abandonada en un rincón de la casa de Abinadab. Twenty years the ark was forgotten in the corner of Abinadab's house. Y los israelitas solo pensaban en ellos. And the Israelites only thought of themselves. Abandonaron la presencia de Dios. And they abandoned the presence of God. Y cuando empezaron a pedirle al Señor un rey, queremos un rey. And then they begin to ask the Lord, Lord, we want a king. Hasta ese punto, todo andaba mal. Until that point, everything was gone, gone wrong. Hasta que aparece un hombre de corazón diferente. And then there appeared a man with a different heart. Para quien el número uno era Dios. The number one for this uh, person was God. Y se propone traer el arca porque él sabía que la verdadera razón y gozo y victoria y la bendición de Israel estaba en la presencia de Dios. And he proposes to bring the ark because he knew that the true reason and joy of Israel was in that ark. And that man was David. Más adelante, la Biblia dice que hubo manifestaciones de gozo con gran cantidad de instrumentos musicales. Era una verdadera fiesta. And later on, the Bible says that there was a manifestation, a manifestation of joy with large number of musical instruments. 
David bailaba y cantaba con todas sus fuerzas. David danced and jumped with all his might. Entonces, había un derroche de alabanza y adoración. There was an outpouring of praising and adoration. Veo a mi pastor muchas veces con ese ese derroche de alabanza y adoración con esa fuerza de adorar al Señor. I see my pastor just like David was at that time dancing and with a lot of joy. David saltaba y reía de alegría. David would jump and would laugh and he was just so joyful. Eso se llamaría la plenitud del gozo. And that is the plenitude of happiness. En su interior había ríos de agua viva. In uh, David's interior, within him, there was like rivers of living water. Que los expresaba porque la presencia de Dios estaba ahí. He expressed it because he had God's presence in him. No siento, no siente lo mismo, hermano, cuando Jesús murió en la cruz y nos da entusiasmo, no solo por lo que hizo, sino también por los beneficios que recibimos. Brothers, don't you feel the same way? I mean, Jesus died for us on the cross, and we're excited not only for what he did, but also for the benefits that we received. La, el, lo material de este mundo no debe ser el motivo de nuestra adoración. The, the material that's in this world should not be our motivation. Y menos el motivo de nuestra alegría o nuestra tristeza. Or of joy and sadness. Lo más importante es la presencia de Dios. The most important thing is the presence of God. Así como David debemos experimentar un gozo duradero ante la presencia de Dios. Just like David, we must experience, we must experience a lasting joy. Sin embargo, pasado el tiempo, David pecó al acostarse con la mujer de otro y la dejó embarazada. However, during time, David sinned, he slept with another man's wife and got her pregnant. Y para tapar su pecado, mandó a matar al esposo de ella. And to cover his sin, he went to uh, have the husband murdered. Y nadie lo vio, ni nadie lo supo, no. pero, pero Dios sí lo vio. Nobody saw, nobody knew, but only God was the one who saw that. Dios lo confronta y él tuvo que responder por su pecado. God confronts him and then David had to respond for his sin. Le puedo decir que David disfrutó de dos felicidades. I can tell you that David enjoyed two types of happinesses. Una eterna y otra pasajera. One eternal and one temporary. La eterna es cuando está en la gloria de Dios. The eternal one is when he's in the presence of God's glory. Y sabe él que estando en la gloria de Dios, él tiene un propósito para and, David. And he knows that because he's in God's Uh, glory, he has a purpose for him. La otra felicidad que pasó es la presión del mundo. The other joy that he had was the pressure of the world. Que le dice, ¿qué tiene de malo lo que has hecho? The world that will tell you, hey, what's wrong with what you did? Muchos lo hacen. Many do these things. ¿Quién se va a dar cuenta? Who's going to notice? Dios lo está viendo. Remember, God is watching. Quiero que, quiero que que, que leamos lo que escribió David después de probar las dos felicidades 
y llegó a esta conclusión en el Salmo 51.8. So I want you to read what David writes after trying these two types of happiness. And he comes to a conclusion. Psalms 51.8. Hazme oír el gozo y la alegría y se recrearán los huesos que has abatido. Make me hear joy and gladness and the bones you have crushed will recreate. Esconde tu rostro de mis pecados y borra todas mis maldades. Hide your face from my sins and erase all my wickedness. Crea en mí, oh Dios, un corazón limpio y renueva un espíritu recto dentro de mí. Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. No me eches, Señor, de delante de ti y no quites de mí tu santo espíritu. Don't cast me out before you. And don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Vuélveme el gozo de tu salvación y espíritu noble me sustente. Return me the joy of your salvation and noble spirit sustain me. ¿Qué conclusión la de David? What a conclusion. Uh, what a conclusion. Hermanos, no nos engañemos. Brothers, let's not deceive ourselves. Ni la fornicación ni el adulterio, ni el alcohol, ni cualquier cosa parecida va a dar una verdadera alegría. Let's not deceive ourselves. Neither fornication, nor adultery, nor alcohol, nor anything similar is going to give us true joy. Pero quiero preguntarles, ¿quién o qué nos está robando el gozo? I want to ask you a question. What or who is taking away your joy? Hay días que nos levantamos de mal humor, es cierto. There's days when we wake up in a bad mood. Hay situaciones que nos ponen contra la pared y hemos perdido el gozo y se nota en la cara que ponemos. Y se nota en la cara que ponemos. And it shows in the face that we have. ¿Qué determina tu gozo hoy en día? So what determines your joy nowadays? Hablo con muchas personas y me preocupa que hagan énfasis en la tragedia y en el lamento. So I talk to many people and it worries me that they emphasize tragedy and regret. Pero nunca me han dicho, sí, estoy en una situación difícil, pero Dios está haciendo algo. But they never told me, yes, I'm in a difficult situation and God is doing something. Ánimo, les digo, ánimo, el Señor va a responder. I say, cheer up, cheer up, the Lord will respond. Yo creo que la Biblia dice que hay que expresar a Dios nuestras emociones, pero que no son solo las, las, las emociones de lamento. I believe what the Bible says, emotion must be expressed to God, but not just emotions of regret. Cambia esa situación por la verdad de la palabra de Dios. Change that situation for the truth of God's word. Tienes que confesarlo cada día. You have to confess this every day. Renovar tu mente. You have to renew your mind. Tienes que tomar la palabra de Dios. You, you need to take the promises of the Lord. La Biblia nos dice, hermanos, que el mundo, en el mundo tendremos aflicciones y tristezas. 
The Bible says that in this world we will have affliction and sadness. Pero la Biblia dice Jesús nos dice no teman yo he vencido al mundo yo he vencido al mundo dice Jesús but Jesus says do not be afraid I have come into the world and I have overcome the world en Juan 16 33 el apóstol nos dice John 16 chapter 16 verse 33 estas cosas os he hablado para que en mí tengáis paz en el mundo tendréis aflicciones, pero confiad, yo he vencido al mundo. John 16:33. These things I have spoken to you so that you in me you may have peace. In the world you will have affliction, but trust, I have overcome the world. Yo entiendo y sé que tenemos cargas pesadas que llevar en esta vida. I understand we have heavy loads in this life. Y cuando empezamos a contárselo a muchas personas, se está generando una compasión de los demás. And when we start talking to the people, you know, about these heavy loads, it starts to generate uh, more to others. Pero nadie va a arreglar el problema. But nobody's going to fix your problem. Porque algunos intentan llenar eh, ese dolor con vicios que tampoco es la solución. Some people try to fill their problems, you know, with vices, but that's not the solution. Cuidado, hermanos. Be careful, brothers. <laughs> Hay un demonio que se llama depresión. There's a demon called depression. Que está buscando las personas. And he's looking for people. A los jóvenes que tienen dudas. He's looking for those young ones that have doubts. A los hombres que no tienen metas. He's looking for those men that don't have goals. Está buscando a las personas que están frustradas. He's looking for those people that are frustrated. Los está buscando la depresión. Depression is looking for you. Colosenses 2.15 nos dice. Colossians uh, chapter 2 verse 15 tells us. Y despojando a los principados y a las potestades, los Puso, los exhibió públicamente triunfando sobre ellos en la cruz. And stripping principalities and powers, he exhibited them publicly, triumphing over them on the cross. Triunfando, triunfando sobre ellos en la cruz. Triumphing over them on the cross. La depresión no entra en nuestra casa. Depression does not enter into our household. ¿Quién vive en tu vida, hermano? Who lives, in your, who lives in your life, brother? Tiene que ser Jesús. It needs to be Jesus. ¿Quién ganó la guerra, hermano? Who won the war? Jesús. Jesus. ¿Y a quién le ha entregado la victoria a Jesús? To whom is Jesus handing over the victory? A ustedes y a mí. To you and me. El gozo del Señor es mi fortaleza y aunque no lo parezca, Señor, yo lo voy a creer. The joy of the Lord is my strength and although it doesn't seem, Lord, I will believe. En 2 de Corintios capítulo 12, versículo 10 dice, 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 10 says, por lo cual 
Por amor a Cristo, me gozo de las debilidades en afrentas, en necesidades, en persecuciones, en angustias, porque cuando soy débil, entonces soy fuerte. Therefore, for the love of Christ, I rejoice in weakness, in affronts, in needs, in persecutions, in anguish, because when I am weak, then I am strong. Fuerte, ¿por qué? Strong, why? Por el poder del Espíritu Santo. Because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Fuerte, ¿para qué? Strong, for what? Para vivir cada día de nuestra vida. To live each day in our life. Hermanos, la alegría, el gozo, es un estilo de vida, es un estado del corazón. Brothers and sisters, the joy and happiness is a lifestyle. It's a state of the heart. Hermanos, cuando lean la Biblia, póngale énfasis, póngale emoción. Brothers, when you read the Bible, put emphasis on it, put enthusiasm. No dijo entusiasmo, pero bien lo dijo. Entusiasmo viene de dos palabras griegas. Enthusiasm comes from two Greek words. En teus. En. En teus. En teus. Que es en Dios. En teus, meaning in God. Entusiasmo. Lea la Biblia con entusiasmo. Read the Bible with enthusiasm. Quiero darles una tarea para la casa. I'm going to give you some homework today, so when you get home. Lean el Salmo 103. Read Psalms 103. El próximo domingo vamos a hacer examen del Salmo 103. Next weekend we're going to have an exam on Psalms 103. Lean con entusiasmo y el Salmo 103. Read it with enthusiasm. Es mi deseo estimularles para que tengan energía y estén alertas para que la depresión no les quite una razón para alegrarse. It's my desire to stimulate uh, you so that and you so that you have energy and so the depression doesn't overcome you. Una razón para alegrarse. A reason to rejoice. Bendice alma mía a Jehová. My soul blesses Jehovah. Amen. I just like to remain right now in, in an attitude of worship. Sing with me. Created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create. Created me heart oh God and renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from thy presence oh Lord take not thy holy Spirit from me, restore unto me.
the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. May that be our prayer, amen? Amen. amen. I, I want to, I know we only got a little bit of time, but I, I feel, I feel a pressing. I want to, I want to pray for second service. I feel, I don't know why, but I feel, especially after yesterday's fellowship, God wants to bring people here, but the, the devil's going to do everything he can to not, not bring them. And two, when they come, you ever cook a meal, especially for the ladies, you ever cook a meal for the family and you spend a lot of time on it and then your kid come to the table and they're like, I don't want to eat it. <laughs> One, because it maybe got green, but, but, but there's been preparation and time and it, yes, it might not be pizza. It might not be donuts. It might not be uh, McDonald's, but it's some healthy food. It, it, it might not have the spices you like. It might not have the salt and the pepper. It might be a little too or less salt than you would normally put. But there's been time and preparation been put into the food. And the kid comes to the table and says, I don't want to eat it. Because it's not how I like. I pray to God. I pray to God. Nobody come to church and does that spiritually when our brother has prepared a message. But because it's not like how they like it. They will come to second service and say, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to eat it. I pray to God that is not our heart. I was sitting over here, and I can see our little our sister here is uh, Solomar. How old is Solomar? Eight years old, writing notes. Right, eight years old, drawing, writing, and, and, and to, to emphasize on this, they they... She gets her mom up out of bed to bring her here first service. Her mom goes back to get ready, goes back to sleep, and then will come second service. But they want to be here first service so they can go to youth group. That's what God is doing. And I just want to say, Pastor Pepe, that's what God is doing through your ministry, through our Spanish ministry. So can we give our brother a hand this morning? Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. Um, I, I, uh, I want a leader. I want a prayer warrior. I want somebody who uh, goes through things and yet don't show it. Brother Mike uh, Machosa, can you please come down and, and bless us as we dismiss? Who heard from the Lord today? Amen. Amen. Uh, just a reminder uh, for the leaders, home leaders, for the Bible studies, we have a, a meeting after second service. I promise I won't take up too much of your time. Home leaders, Bible study leaders, meeting after second service. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we do praise you and thank you for the, you are a God of love. One that loves us, reaches out to us in so many different ways that we don't see, we don't appreciate. And Father, if we do see them, appreciate them, we would echo Pastor Pepe's words. We would respond to you. We would be joyful. We'd have that joy within because uh, it's one of the fruits of the Spirit that you bring forth. And so, Father, we do thank you, Lord. Uh, whether we've been walking with you for a long time, fairly new believers, uh, I just praise you for Nelson's message this morning. Just so many different things, Lord. We do thank you because your word gives us a future and a hope. And we thank you and praise you for that, Lord. And we pray that we would hold on to that 
through the coming week and seek you, seek your word, that you would give us guidance and wisdom and a direction through the week, Lord. And we just praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.